Welcome to Not a Grande Outdoors. You are here today with myself, Rodney Wood, and my partner, Kyle Jackson. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little slow. I didn't know if you expected me to say something else or what. No, I, I, I didn't really know. Um, we're going to talk today about our least favorite subject, which is fitness. Um, Depends on which kind of fitness you're talking about. Well, yeah, if we're talking about fitness pizza in my mouth, it's my favorite. But um, before we get into that, I want to just let you guys know that we are on Facebook, Instagram, um, Not a Grande Outdoors. If you like what we're talking about, um, come check us out. If you really like it, um, follow us and share us with your friends. Yep. Um we are just trying to get get people educated. I mean, not to say that they're not educated, but we're trying to provide as much good quality information out there for the average man that we can, because that's that's what we are. We're just the average Joe, and uh, we know there's probably people out there hunt, who are hunting just the way we're doing it. So that that is exactly it. You know, most people. Um, most hunters you know that i've been around they don't have the money to um, you know buy all the fancy stuff to go on all the big fancy hunts you know you got a budget for the small stuff and that's what we are not a grande kind of says it all you know nothing nothing big big, you know just a couple of guys wanting to do a little hunting when they can and wanting to share our viewpoints on that with you um and today we're going to share some viewpoints on fitness, which, uh, man. Where do you start it, with it? <laughs> yeah, this is, it's part of it, so we've got to talk about it. Well, hunting is a physical sport. It is, it is. For the most part. Um, and, and but my I, wife. I think, I think people will find our viewpoint a little more, you know, we're not going to harp on, uh, going to the gym things like that right no no we're not um you know uh travis ferguson and um, the outdoor trails network um put out a, a an article an article um and and to to quote him loosely you know he's talking about how if you don't if you can't um, run 16 miles and bench press 150 pounds and do 82 squats and 200 burpees then you're not a true hunter um well and I, he was making and i can i kind of ran across this this uh, article and i uh you know showed it to you but yeah he was making the point that we've been making more to each other because we just Correct. started this podcast Correct. recently but uh we've ta- been talking about this for a long time amongst ourselves in that as hunters we uh instead of banding together it, you know at this time when when people are trying to take our hunting rights away uh we tend to eat our own yes um, and and he was talking about you know in, in that context he was saying you know that that's one of the uh, images that's put out there that if you can't you know climb mount everest to to kill a stone sheep you shouldn't be hunting 
And right. We right. don't agree with that at all. No. And he doesn't either. No, because I can't run 16 miles. I can do a 150-pound bench press. That number, t- it, to me, seems... <laughs> odd number. Yeah, that's an odd number. I mean, he's all 16 miles and 82 squats and a 150-pound bench press. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Listen, Travis, bump that number up. You know, like 220, 250. <laughs> so. Because I can do that. Uh, out of all of them, that's the only one I can do, but I can do that. <laughs> I've, I've done 16 miles. I've done uh, uh, a marathon down here, uh, and this this is actually just kind of a, uh, a funny story. Uh, decided with the uh, officers association that I'm involved with, decided to do the Baton Death March. Uh, didn't know anything about it. Right. Other than it was a marathon. We decided to do the full one, uh, no ruck, just just regular. Uh, but I tr- trained quote, and I'm I'm air quotes air quoting, uh, uh, very sarcastically air quoting. Trained, you know. I think the most I ever hiked or ran was about six miles, and that was not near enough training. I did it. I finished. Yes. But I was miserable. miserable. So I have done 16 miles, uh, but yeah, you're right. The 150 pounds is a little bit odd number. Yeah, it's, uh, compared to his other numbers, yeah. But I get the point, and I and I agree with him wholeheartedly. Um, and nobody can tell me that I'm not a hunter because that's what I am. That's, that's, you know, self-identification right now is a big thing out there. Um, and, and self-identify it, as a hunter. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that, if if I had to describe my, I'm not going to self-identify, but if I had to describe myself, I'm going to describe myself as an outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to let anybody tell me that I can't hunt or that I shouldn't hunt because I can't do these things, um, especially me because um, when it's not hunting season, you know, and my wife says, "Hey, let's go on a hike." I can't walk a quarter of a mile without being like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I don't want to go any further. But you can attest, when we go hunting... I have a hard time keeping up with you. Yeah, watch out, man, because it's, it's, it's... I don't know if it's the adrenaline or just the love for it or what. Tornado mode! Yeah, I, I can go, man. Um, I, I can throw an elk quarter or hind quarter over my uh, shoulder... Not even in a pack. We just threw those dang things over our shoulders yep. and traipsed what? Almost a mile. Uh, almost a mile. Or more. Um, I, I can't even remember what it was. It was it was a good distance. Yeah, it was. Uh, but I don't care if it was a half a mile with a with an elk quarter full over your shoulder uh, through the backcountry is not easy. No, that's a, um, and I did it. Yeah. A couple with a couple of quarters before you guys even got there. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's. So the number one thing that I say is know yourself. Well, and know along with that, and your abilities. Along with that, you need to be honest with yourself. Absolutely. Don't lie to yourself. No. Don't think you can do something that you can't because you will get yourself into trouble out there in the woods, in the wilderness. Um, don't try and show off for your buddies. Do what you can do, and that's it. Mm-hmm. If that's all you can do, don't be ashamed. But... But but know yourself. So when it comes to training, if you if you're if you know that you can go five miles out in the woods, and that's all you're gonna need to go, you're good. 
But if you know that you're going to need to stretch yourself beyond your limits, then you better start preparing. Um, Then that's some of the things that we're going to talk about here today. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I think we haven't touched on it in in the context of getting ready for your hunt or fitness or whatever you want to call it. We haven't really talked about it in that context, but there this hunting thing is so interweaved. Uh, you know, from when we started this podcast talking about uh how we pick our hunts, you know, how we, you know, what weapons we pick whenever we pick those hunts. And we got into what we actually drew and the type of terrain it's going to be in. There's so much interconnection here yep. be, that starts way before you you know ever draw a hunt. Yep. There's so much more that you've got to be thinking about. Yep. And so you know when you talk about fitness and getting ready for a hunt and being physically prepared for it, I think you need to take those things into consideration. Uh, when we when we talked about choosing your hunts, we talked, we talked about, about special groups. Yeah, and within New Mexico, they have a special draw pool or uh, you know special draw pools for disabled people. Mm-hmm. I think they should have the right to go hunt. And are they going to be able to do what we're going to be able to do? No, no. Are we able to do what some of these you know pro hunters can do? Uh, not at our current level. No. No, but I think it comes back to knowing who you are, being honest with yourself, and going from there. Yes, and that's where you got to start. Um, know yourself, know your role, know how you roll, and then go from there. And so, and the, and the second thing, once you've got that locked down, is type of hunt that you have. So this is going to let you know what kind of preparations you're going to need to do. Um, We've got two completely different hunts this year. Uh, We've got an elk hunt in the um, Colin Neblet. Yep. Where just to get where we need to be to find the elk is a six-mile hike either horseback or walking well either way we go if we go in from the west side you're hiking at least a mile or more if you're going into tolby meadows you're looking at you know three to four mile hike uh so just to get to where you're hunting you're right yeah and so absolutely um versus our deer hunt which is you know it's not it's a lot flatter country um it's a lot the terrain's different, uh, the terrain's but different. the access is so much better. There's yeah. roads, there's paved roads, there's county roads. Yeah. Um, so Not that we won't walk, No. but our options are going to be different. Yes, absolutely. And that's the key. Our options are going to be different. So we won't have to. If we get an animal down, chances are we're going to be able to get to it versus the colon nublet. We have to pack it out. No matter where we're in the wilderness, we're going to be packing it out, either on our backs or on horses. Um, But we may not be able to use horses, so we have to prepare to be able to pack that animal out ourselves. Yes. So you have to know the type of hunt that you're going to be on so you know what to prepare for. Well, I think to put it into contrast, we have uh, our buddy Deedon, who he goes and hunts in Texas a lot. 
Yes, he does. And that's a whole different type of hunting. You know, back east, they do a lot of tree stand hunting, and they can get to a downed animal with a vehicle fairly readily, Correct. and so their level of fitness is going to be different. And even take into account the elevation. Uh, yes. You know, out here, the elevation is much higher, regardless of what people think. Um, you know, New Mexico has high elevations. Uh, even when you're out on the plains, you know, you're at a mile or, or, or more above sea level. And so you, if you're coming from the east to hunt in New yes. Mexico, you, you very well could get altitude sickness. Very well. And it, it's not that big of a deal <coughs> for us that live here. You know, I've never had a problem with elevation. And I've hunted at some very high elevations and I've never had a problem with it. But I live in it. So there's the difference. If you're coming from back east, like you said, <clears throat> or out on the west coast and you're coming up here, to hunt you better be prepared uh, uh, I can't personally speak to that because like I said I'm used to it but I've heard time and time again about these people who come out here to get into this elevation and it really really does a number on them because they're just not prepared and the worst thing that can happen to you um, aside from long-term physical health problems from it is is ruining your hunt yeah. you, know, you don't want to spend that much time, spend that much money preparing for something and then have it ruined because you can't participate. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that that again this is also interconnected and and we talk about it forever but we talked about um we have talked about, you know, your pre-scouting stuff and looking at where you want to hunt before you put in for it mm -hmm. knowing your limitations absolutely plays mm -hmm. into that so yes absolutely species what are you hunting species for? yeah i mean because it's i mean if you're back east and you're used to sitting in a tree stand and being able to drive your four-wheeler to to the tree stand and pick up your white-tailed deer that is probably not a very large animal um that's all fine and dandy and then you come all the way out here and now you're looking at a mature bull elk whole that's another game. ball game yeah you know so you better be prepared for that you know you want to be in physical enough shape to where you can lift 100 plus pounds and carry it yeah or and if, if you're not going to lift 100 plus pounds or to be able to lift 50 pounds multiple times yeah and carry it long distances yeah and you know going back to to the very first part of this this podcast not putting any of that hunting down i mean that that's uh we want people to get involved in hunting if that's the way that you can do it if you're back east and that's the hunting that you do great that's cool uh if if i ever go back east that's probably what i'll do just because that's kind of the way it's done when in rome but uh understand what we're really stressing here is understand what type of hunting you're doing, what species you're you're going after, the terrain that you're going to be in, and prepare accordingly. Yeah, that that's exactly what we're talking about. Prepare for what you are fixing to do. Yeah. If no pre preparation is needed, fantastic. <laughs> we might want to look at right? some more of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so another factor is the season. Um it's one thing to have to carry a half an elk out of of the forest um, in um, 
December. It's a whole nother ball game trying to carry it out in the heat of early September. And and in New Mexico, especially southern New Mexico, in early September, it gets hot. Yeah. Well, and so go back to the the flip side of that coin. In the wintertime, there's factors that you're going to have to deal with uh, that you may not have to deal with when it's hot. Uh, ice, snow, uh-huh. mud, if it rains, uh, all those things take a toll on on and affect your physical, physical fitness, fitness and, and the way that your body is going to work out in the field. Fitness pizza in my mouth! <laughs> That's my favorite kind of fitness. Right, right. So, uh, season, uh, species, the terrain, take all those things into consideration. Yeah, you're, you're going to want to do that. So, so now that we've identified all of the different factors that go into how we need to prepare, let's talk a little bit about preparing, okay. about the actual preparing. Um, it's good for all hunters to be in just general good physical shape. Yeah. Well, especially here in New Mexico. You know, yeah. this... In general, in New Mexico, there's not a lot of tree stand hunting. There's not a lot of blind hunting. There are uh, across the state, but uh, especially if you draw a public tag, that's not a typical, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but not a typical way to hunt. Most most of it's spot and stalk, uh, that type of thing. And so, knowing that, you're going to have to be in some sort of physical shape to go do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, like you said, that here in New Mexico, the majority of our hunts are, like you said, spot and stock, still hunting, stuff like that. We've got a lot of hunts that, that don't require um, mass amounts of physical exertion. Mm-hmm. We have hunts like the Ibex hunt on the Florida mountains that will test some of the toughest uh, sheep hunters in the business. Absolutely. That is a very physically demanding hunt. Uh, yeah, a freaking rock pile, just yes. straight up and down everywhere you go. Yeah. And and little bitty, yet, yet you know, when you look at it on the map, it's a very small mountain range that will tear your hind end up yeah. if you are not prepared for if it. If you're not prepared for it. Um, but you, basic physical shape. Yeah. To do that, you need to be basically physically active. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in one of those special groups where you're disabled or something like that. But, um, you know, we're not advocating that you've got to go out and buy uh, gym gym memberships, buy supplements. You know, there's a lot of that market out there in the hunting world today, and I don't don't buy into any of it. Um, Something that I do is... uh, you know, at my place of work or near my place of work, I've got. I don't like going to the gym. I hate going to the gym because yeah, it definitely uh, not a gym. I, rep. I'm not a gym person. For those of you that do go to the gym, cool. Um, I know guys that go to the gym and they they enjoy it. I've got to be active. I want to. I'm. I want to do something more engaging than than being by myself at the gym. Uh, so there's a group of guys that kind of get together every Tuesday, Thursday around around lunchtime, and uh, in the wintertime they play basketball. In the summertime they play ultimate frisbee. It's a good cardio. Uh, it gets me running. It kind of keeps me in shape. Uh, I'm a little bit remiss this year. Uh, 
my schedule's been kind of crazy and uh, been really busy with work. And then the days that I could go, it was like 100 degrees, and I just said, you know what, I don't want to go. But <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of one of the things. I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things that I like to do. On top of that, I live in a rural area. I live on a ranch uh, dealing with livestock, uh, you know, having to buck hay. So in general, my life's a fairly physical life. Sure, sure. So that helps me. Uh, it's it's going to be a little bit harder for you guys that live in the city. But don't think that you can't do it. Sure. And, and that yeah, that then that's exactly it. You know, we can all hunt. We can all be hunters. Some of us better than others. Some of us not so much. Um, but the point is, don't let the fact that you're not Hercules stop you from going hunting. You don't have to be Hercules. You don't have to go to the gym and work out every day. You can walk. You know, go for hikes in the mountains if it's available. Uh, if it's not available, walk the bleachers. In, instead of taking the elevator, walk the stairs. Yeah, I mean, if um, you work in an office, that's a real simple way to boost your physical yeah. uh, fitness. Is instead don't, of taking an elevator, take the stairs. Yeah, and don't just go up. Come down. Walk them down because yeah. you have to walk uphill and downhill out there. Yeah. Uh, and I know me, my knees hurt more walking downhill than they ever do walking uphill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you know, just stay physically active. Um, be in good shape um, f- for your uh, standards and 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 know what you're going to have to do and just be able to do that. Yeah. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to take us back and talk about how interconnected this is. If you know that you, you know, can't uh, hike 15 miles... Uh, you might want to rethink that bighorn sheep tag. Or, when you do draw it, you might think about getting you an outfitter. There you go. Uh, Understand your limitations and build on it from there. Uh, Whatever you want to do, we absolutely encourage you to get out there and do it. Get outside, uh, enjoy nature, uh, get into hunting. If you don't hunt, uh, don't feel like because you haven't done it your whole life, then you're out of the click. Uh, nope, that is not. not the case. No, it, you know a simple regimen of calisthenics can can keep you in good enough shape to be able to to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I think the point of this podcast, Kyle, is we don't want to work out. <laughs> <laughs> That is, and and they know what you tell me I'm not hunting because I don't. Uh, it just this that's not going to happen. I've hunted my whole life. I've been in the gym. I uh, I've went to the gym. I've done it. You know what I do when I go to the gym? I go into the gym. I get on the um, elliptical because it's safe. Because it's and you know how to work it. Because they got TVs in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I I, I walk a. Uh, and I'll do that, you know, I'll go uh, a, a few miles, you know, three or four or five, six miles on that, get off, take a shower and go home. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not a weightlifter, I don't do stuff like that, I like to I like to work out how I'm going to hunt, um, 
you know, I'll get a backpack and put it on and, and I'll actually, I actually will go for some hikes when it starts getting hunting season. Yeah. Uh, when it starts getting closed. Problem is, is it's usually really hot in August and you're hunting in September, October. So it's hard to get, it's hard well, to get not only for me. So the, the other thing that, that we, we talk about often is that you got a regular life. You got wife, you got kids, you got responsibilities you got at home. You've got, you know, your 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 mom lives close by, you're kind of taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Your mother-in-law lives close by, you're kind of taking care of her. I live close to my mom. She's always asking yeah. me when I'm going to come over and work. Thankfully, most of the time when she asks me to come over and work, it's physical work, so I don't have there to worry go. about it. There you go. But all of us have lives. We don't hunt, you know, for a living. And so you have to work it in where you can understand who you are, what you're capable of, and and go from there. Yeah, and don't let it stop you. Don't, don't let it stop don't you. Don't let it stop you. I am never going to tell you that you are too fat, too slow, too out of shape to come hunting with me. Never going to do it. Um, we may have to change our hunting strategy. Exactly. But uh, we just... You know that I think that's one of our big besides us not wanting to work out. Right. Uh, that's one of our big things is is we want more people to get into hunting. Yeah, we want you. We want you to think that you can because yeah. you can. You can. Uh, we can all be a part of of the great outdoors to some extent or another. Now, well, we at talk- the same token, I don't want you to. I don't want you to listen to this and decide, well, they said I don't have to work out at all. And then get to the mountains and decide, you know, well, I'm not a great hunter because I can't do those things. No, that goes right back to that whole understand yourself part. Yeah. Um, And don't be bummed out if you can't do the things that others can do. Because there's a lot of hunters out there that can do a lot more than I can. Um, Some younger, some way older. And that's not going to slow me down a bit because this is what I love to do, and I great passion for it, and I'm going to do it until I can't walk. Well, we've talked about <clears throat> we talk about our hunts, and we talk a lot about big game hunting, but realize that there's other disciplines in hunting that you can do. There are small game hunts uh, yep. where you just go take a stroll through the sagebrush and see if you can't uh, take a couple of quail. Uh, pheasants, Rabbits, you know, pheasant. there's duck hunting Turkey where you hunting. sit on your butt and wait for them to that's, come to you. And that's pretty much it. There's no, <laughs> there, you know, yeah, there's a lot of different disciplines that you can do in hunting um, that, that uh, you may, I mean, like, like you said, duck hunting, there's people out there that would rather duck hunt than elk hunt or deer hunt any day. Uh-huh. And that is perfectly okay because they're a part of the hunting community and that's what it's about is is, is getting out there in the outdoors and doing what you love there's people that well, love shoot. squirrel hunting well yeah and and get out of the mindset of just game you know there's things out there that you can hunt year round just for the fun of it uh you know rabbit yep um you can hunt uh Eurasian collared doves almost year round yep i mean there's just the, so we talk about big game because those are the hunts that we drew. Uh, I think we're going to try and go grouse hunting this year. We are going to go and grouse hunting so, this year. And uh, so, you know, start thinking about more uh, of where do I fit in versus where do I need to get to. Yeah, yeah. And then think about where do I want to get to and how do I do that. Yep. And you may, 
you know, you've got to crawl before you walk. You may, you may go, um, you may go rabbit hunting, um, harvest a couple of rabbits, take them home, cook them and love them, decide that you want to go quail hunting, uh, bring you some quail home and then decide you want to go turkey hunting. Uh, and then next thing you know, you're hunting bighorn sheep up in, um, Montana and, and uh changed your whole lifestyle I mean, you just never know but don't don't let it slow you down don't let it discourage you uh don't let anybody tell you that because you're not in the greatest physical shape that uh that you can't do it and if you are in fantastic physical shape don't let anybody tell you that uh you can quit just do you yeah yeah um trapping's a good way to get into into it you can ride around and pick up check right. traps Right, not a whole yeah. lot of physicality. We, but, we've uh, got some. We've got some trapping in the works. I, we do. I believe this Absolutely. year. Absolutely, I'm looking look forward at, to that. Actually, yes, so. yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one. So, guys, you know, know who you are, uh, know what you're capable of, and and you know, figure out how to get into it. Or uh, if you're already into it, you know, just do it. Yep. So, we. Really appreciate you guys listening. Again, uh, if you like what you hear, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not A Groundy Outdoors. Uh, share us with your friends if you really like what you hear. We're enjoying bringing you these podcasts. We're enjoying bringing you this information. If you have any questions, uh, you know, message us, email us. Uh, we just really enjoy bringing these things to you. Yes, sir. Go outside. Adios. Adios.